Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyai vel mursalin. Muhammedun Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahibi ve sellem. Tesliman kathiran kathira. Ahfam ve ba'du. My brothers and sisters. Imagine this scene. This is a true story. Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab was the Khalifa, he was the Amil Mu'minin. And the Muslims were fighting and facing the army of the Persians. And in the battle which came to be called the Battle of Khatsiyah, the commander of the Muslim army was Sayyidina Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas both Sayyidina Umar bin al-Khattab and Sayyidina Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas are from the ten people promised Jannah, Asharu Mubashara. Sayyidina Umar wrote a letter to Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas which is preserved, we have this letter. The gist of it, the overall meaning of it, he said, I order you and command you to fear Allah and to fear committing sins. Imagine this is a one of the Ashara Mubashara writing to the other Ashara Mubashara. The majority of that army comprised of Sahaba. So he says, I warn you against committing sins. He said, sins are more harmful and more dangerous to you than the enemy. Then he says that we do not win battles based on our strength, strength of arms, nor do we win battles based on our military battle strategy. He said, we win battles because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us victory. And Allah will not give us victory if we are disobedient to him. He said, do not comfort yourself thinking that after all the others are disbelievers. They are, you know, they don't even say la ilaha illallah. Whereas we are believers. He said, that does not matter. If you commit sins, then Allah will not give you victory. And then he said that disbelievers will have victory over you because their weapons are better than you and their numbers are more than you. And then he gives the reference of the Quran Al-Kareem. And he said, just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Isra, وَقَضَيْنَا إِلَىٰ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ فِي الْكِتَابِ لَتُفْسِدُنَّ فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَّتَيْنِ وَلَتَعَلُنَّ عُلُوًّا كَبِيرًا فَإِذَا جَاءَ وَعْدُ أُولَاهُمَا بَعْثْنَا عَلَيْكُمْ عِبَادًا لَنَا أُلِي بَأْسٍ شَدِيدٍ فَجَاسُوا خِلَالَ الدِّيَارِ وَكَانَ وَعْدًا مَفْعُولًا ثُمَّ رَدَدْنَا لَكُمُ الْكَرَّةَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَأَمْدَدْنَاكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينٍ وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ أَكْثَرَ نَفِيرًا إِنْ أَحْسَنْتُمْ أَحْسَنْتُمْ لِأَنفُسِكُمْ وَإِنْ أَسَأْتُمْ فَلَهَا فَإِذَا جَاءَ وَعْدُ الْآخِرَةِ لِيَسُوءُوا وُجُوهَكُمْ 
وليدخلوا المسجد كما دخلوه أول مرة وليتبروا ما علوا تطبيرا عسى ربكم أن يرحمكم وإن عدتم عدنا وجعلنا جهنم للكافرين حسيرا Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattar recited these ayat which mean and we warned the he said we warned the uh, children of Israel in the scripture the Bani Israel were the Muslim of the time right these were people who were the Muslims of the time Allah said we want because think about this these are not Jews because these people are the children of who who is Israel Ishaq Ismail by Ishaq these are the children of Ishaq this is before Musa alayhi salam right so he said we want the children of Israel in the scripture you will certainly cause corruption in the land twice and you will become extremely arrogant when the first of the two warnings would come to pass, we would send against you some of our slaves of great strength, of great might, who will ravage your homes. This will be a warning fulfilled. Then after your repentance, we would give you the upper hand over them and aid you with wealth and offspring, causing you to outnumber them. If you act rightly, it is for your own good. But if you do wrong, it is to your own loss. And when the second warning would come to pass, your enemies would be left to totally disgrace you and enter the Masjid of Jerusalem, which is not Masjid al-Aqsa. They, they translate it as Masjid al-Aqsa, but it's actually the Masjid of Sulaiman alayhi salam. Um, as they entered it the first time and utterly destroy whatever would fall into their hands. Perhaps your Rabb will have mercy on you if you repent, but if you return to sin, we will return to punishment. And we have made Jahannam, a permanent confinement for the disbelievers. Interesting point here to note is Allah did not, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say Ila Bani Israel ya'ishuna fil quds. Right? Now you might say, well, what did the people in Jerusalem do? People in Jerusalem don't have to do anything. Allah did not say, we sent them against the people, the Bani Israel who were acting uh, committing sins in Jerusalem. I did not say this. Allah Bani Israel. Mahwa. Bani Israel. Yeishun. Fi. Fil ard. Ayy muqam. But. Where did the punishment. Where did it come? Fil Quds. So many of the ulama. They have said. That Al Quds. Jerusalem which means that whole area, is a thermometer. It's a meter to measure the health of the Ummah. If the Ummah is sick, it will show there. This is what many of the Mufassirin and ulama have said as the part of the tafsir of this ayat. Why is Allah specifically mentioning this Jerusalem? Because of this. So, If we as the Ummah, and it's very interesting, I mean, as an example you can say, you know, because people have, if you have a disease, some, some problem, 
it will show in terms of some symptoms right it will show maybe headaches or something else and then you check you go to the doctor they do the scans and so on they say oh you know this is because of this thing you've got rheumatoid arthritis or you have some, some brain tumor or something wala wala right so it's not if if you simply take some medicine and rub it on your head it won't go away because this is this is not happening because of the head it's happening because of what is happening in the whole body the head is where it is showing but the problem is with the whole body so the the thing to understand for us is today when we look at whatever is happening is to ask ourselves questions and saying what am i doing to contribute to what is going on there and we are all contributing believe me we are all contributing one way or the other they are paying the price but we are the cause we are the cause so it is very important for us to reflect on ourselves and say what is it that i am doing with allah subhanahu wa taala allah has no friends allah has no relatives right allah does not give special treatment to somebody whoever is good whoever is uh on on goodness allah will reward him whoever is on evil allah will punish him and this is the example that allah subhanahu wa taala is giving us saying that those people when the bani israel whoever they were in the world where they were living when they started behaving like this what happened where did the where did allah, and allah said we sent the, the first time it was nebuchadnezzar who was the king of babylon second time it was titus who was the emperor of rome uh, allah said we sent them they didn't come on their own allah said i sent them and he sent them where he sent them to jerusalem so it is very important for us to understand this and say what is it we can do now what must we do we do what nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam did take any issue what did he do when there was any problem ruju ila allah immediately he would go to the masjid or at home he would pray tahajjud he would make dua he would ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he would beg ruju ila allah what did he do in badr after arranging the troops ruju ila allah he stood in salah so very important for us to return to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala examine our own lives and say what is it that i am doing which is causing the problems that are there in the world right it's very this, this is the whole point of islam otherwise see today we have got into this materialistic way of thinking where for everything we look at us look for a solution outside so this is happening in, in this place what must i do go here go there talk to this one doctor no, no, no. talk to anyone doesn't matter allah is the one who does it la hawla wala quwwata illa billah there is nobody can do anything unless allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes and how do i get allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rule in my favor by becoming obedient to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so earn halal eat halal fulfill the farait three conditions of a muslim right eat halal earn halal and fulfill whatever allah has made for fulfill that and if any if there is any problem or any anything that we are not doing in this correct it because please understand if if we believe or if anybody believes that you are going to eat haram you are going to earn haram and you are not going to fulfill the farait and then you are going to make dua and allah will accept it sorry it doesn't work like that i don't make the rules i am only telling you what there is if you can find a hadith or an ayah where allah said it doesn't matter drink alcohol sell alcohol do what you want eat haram don't don't pray but i will accept your dua if you have this hadith please bring it show, show it to me 
If you have this ayat of the Quran, show it to me. Why, why do we insist on fooling ourselves? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-adil. Allah will not change our condition until we change these things. Simple as that. It doesn't matter how many die. It doesn't matter who is suffering. It doesn't matter who is crying. Until we change our ways, Allah will not change his decisions. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tighten the screws. Allah will make it more and more and more tough, not less. Because we are the last of the ummah. <coughs> there is no ummah after us. After Bani Israel, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replaced them. He, he brought us. After us, there's nobody. So what happens to us now? We get ourselves into more and more, more until we correct ourselves. So I remind myself and you, let us not play games. The time to play games is over. There was never a time to play games, but we were playing anyway. At least now that time is over. So let us correct ourselves. Let us correct our actions. And let us ensure that we don't incur the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring about changes. Allah said, in the case of Bani Israel, this ayat, Allah said, when you corrected yourself, we corrected you. And we gave you wealth and children and this and that and that. Allah said, if you, if you would insist on disobedience, we will punish you more. Clear ayat. Alhamdulillah. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to correct ourselves. We make istighfar, we make tawbah, we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we advise each other to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وصلى الله على نبيه الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك اللهم